Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 11, verses 15 through 19. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling and those who were buying in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He was teaching and saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. And when the chief priests and the scribes heard it, they kept looking for a way to kill him. For they were afraid of him, because the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. And when evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Listen to the word that God has spoken. Listen to the one who is close at hand. Listen to the author of creation. Listen even if you don't understand. Please join me. Listen to the word that God has spoken. Listen to the one who is close at hand. Listen to the author of creation. Listen even if you don't understand. There were many scriptures lifted up while we were at the youth conference in Montreat. But one that stood out to me was a new way to look at the story of Jesus turning over the tables in the temple. As the preacher Chris Henry coined it, the temple tantrum. Gail Henderson Belsito linked Jesus' actions to a quote from the late Congressman John Lewis. Get into good trouble, necessary trouble, and help redeem the soul of America. There are times when we must stand and say, enough is enough. Our theme was more than enough for the week we were there. And that particular day, enough is enough, was lifted up as our message. Gail said, sometimes good trouble looks like bad trouble. Jesus was causing trouble. He was stirring up the merchants by scattering their customers and flipping over merchandise. I guarantee you the cops would be called if you were doing that around here. How do you know when you are in good trouble? 
Gail said, you know it is good trouble when people ask you, why do you even care about this? It doesn't affect you. You aren't one of them. Gail cautioned that getting into good trouble has its risks. If we do this, we might get hurt. Doing the will of God is costly and dangerous. If we want all to be welcome, not just tolerated, but fully welcome in the family of God, then we must flip every table that stands in the way of people being welcomed into the family of God. Gail also illustrated her point poignantly by physically flipping over the table on stage that held the items representing scarcity thinking. I put that photo in our video because I think every single youth will never forget that. It was piled high with toilet paper and hand sanitizer and even gasoline cans because of the hoarding mentality that everyone showed at the beginning of the pandemic was a way of scarcity thinking. And we have to break through that, she said, to make way for a view of abundance and enough for all. Chris Henry said, Jesus is angry. God's house has been tainted with inequity and desecrated with dividing walls. Jesus names it and disrupts it. Chris asked, but why did Jesus do this? What did Jesus accomplish? It was only temporary. The merchants and money changers can return and conduct business as usual the next day. So why did he bother? Did it really make a difference? But when he did it, the whole crowd was spellbound by his teaching. We know a lot of people listened to what Jesus had to say that day about God's house being a house of prayer and of fair treatment. So what do our actions count for? Do our efforts make a difference? We can no longer stand by and hold our tongues. As Chris Henry said, we need prophets, truth seekers to say enough with courage and compassion. And they left us with a charge. Resist apathy. Resist the lie that you can't make it better. Be a prophet who speaks truth and proclaims enough is enough. So that's my reflection, but I'm happy to welcome up the rest of our delegation to share with you their thoughts and their experiences from the week. So if Ellie would come up, and Alex to stand in solidarity, even though he doesn't want to speak. And Heather, please come up. Um, we are missing one member today, Plemity. I think he had to work, but he did bring his writing so that we can share his reflections. Uh, yeah, so like Miss Mindy said, I'm going to be reading for three people today. Um, so for me, Montreat was a really great experience that was teen-centered and a really important part of my religious journey. Uh, it's such a powerful thing to be around almost a thousand teenagers who all have the same beliefs as you. Uh, there were two amazing preachers, as Ms. Mindy said, who gave beautiful sermons that made each and every teenager feel deserving of God's love. Uh, they constantly repeated how we are all more than enough, made perfectly in God's image, and when you trust in God, anything is possible. All of these messages are so important for children to hear, especially when they constantly feel like they are not enough. I also made some amazing memories with the group and we were able to get to know one another better. A couple of my favorite things that we did together were visiting the Biltmore House, hiking, cooking together, and having discussions after some of the sermons. Okay, this is Alex's paragraph. On the trip, I saw beautiful mountains uh, and I 
even got to hike up one and the view is amazing. I've got to meet new friends and one thing that I learned was to take rest and stop and think about people that I overlook. Um, then for Clemente, uh, I really enjoyed my stay at Montreat. It was really fun and an eye-opening experience. The two preachers had amazing messages to share with us and I especially liked the theme, You Are More Than Enough. My favorite thing was getting closer to God and visiting different places in Montreat. Uh, but then this is Heather. My favorite part about going to Montreat was getting to know other people from my church battle and making new friends too. I really liked the energizers. We would dance and get excited about the day. We were reminded about how we should make good decisions and not, not in life that are respectful to God. And also that we sometimes might have to stand up for others, even if it means going against what your friends are saying or doing. That can be very hard, but God is always with us. And a big hearty thank you to you all for supporting the youth to be able to take this trip and have this experience. Thank you. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.